So he's saying he's Jake Gyllenhaal, the actor. Yeah, that's a major red flag. Um, <laughs> I know. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. I can't find it. I can't find it. I've lost it. I've lost my daughter. I can't find it. I can't <laughs> it. find it. I can't, <laughs> I can't find I can't it, find my daughter. It. Me daughter, I can't find it. Hey. Hi. Hey there. How are you? Hi. Hi. You're high? Hi. Oh my god. Wait, no. what? <laughs> Crazy. Um, welcome to this. Yeah. I would say welcome to this. Yeah. You know what this is? No. It's the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club. Is that right? It is. Okay. Now that you know. I'm going to say okay. that I'm Justin Gross and I'm the CEO, president, Head boy, best boy, best grip. B boy. B boy. And haunted doll full of snails. Not snails. Was it a slug? It was a snake. It was not a snake. It was definitely a snake. It was like a, it was too small to be a snake. I don't know. Snakes can be so small. I don't think you know that. I don't, clearly, I don't know that. Snakes can be small. How small can a snake be? Small. How small? <laughs> small. Okay, thank you. Oh, and my name's Justin Gross, and you? Uh, my name's Jim. Oh, that's it? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got snakes in me. You got, we can't all have snakes in us. I got snakes in me, we too. Can't, we can't all have snakes Did in you, us. Was that what you just said? Did I said that I was a haunted doll with snake with a slug oh. in me, but then you ch- corrected me oh, to a snake. Oh, I wasn't snake, even paying so. attention. You are... I'm on, I'm on Wikipedia you seeing not, what Wikipedia has to say if the snake came out of the baby. Oh, okay. I think that it was... It definitely, it definitely like, looked too slithery to be Here a snake. Here we go. Let's see. Does it even say in the Wikipedia page? It probably page? doesn't say in the Wikipedia page. At the page. market, it, this Wikipedia page doesn't say much. I'm not surprised. It does not say, unfortunately, but I think it was a snake. Okay. Anyway, my name is Jem, and I am uh, the Wikipedia editor for the Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, oh, that's a good Jake job Jake to have. It pays nothing. Yeah, I don't pay you anything. Pays nothing. Wikipedia, Wikipedia is doesn't pay Wikipedia anything. is volunteer-based. It's volunteer work. You have to do it for the love of the game. Yeah, but it's not a great job to have. No, it's because it's not a job. It's, it's volunteering. Volunteering can be a job. It can it's be a, a task, job, but like it's right? Not, you're doing like, jobs. You you're doing activities. You know they're not going to pay you. I don't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> you should have. You should have. You should have looked that up. I didn't know. know that. Where, you know where we would say that? What? On Wikipedia. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Anyway, here in the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club, the thing that we do is we watch a Jake Gyllenhaal movie, or not, not. Hey, wait, nope, not, not this today, week. Except not for this week. week, we watch a movie that is no Gyllenhaal Jake. adjacent every week, and we talk about it. And this week. We watched Maggie Gyllenhaal's directorial debut slash screenwriter debut, because I think this is also her first screenplay. Uh, We watched The Lost Daughter, which is on Netflix, but we watched it in theaters because our local little indie theater, the AFI Silver, was playing it. And so we went went and we we saw it. And we saw it. Now, we're going to talk a lot about The Lost Daughter. But before we do that, I do want to talk about a couple things. Mm -hmm. Let's start up top with some uh, not close but not quite... uh, uh, some some uh, some Gillen news. This is the news sound, and this is what it sounds like when we listen to the news. Especially... I'm too busy looking for the snake. You, are you like you're like really committed to I'm whether or not curious. it's a snake? Yeah, because I knew it was. I'm telling you, I'm... it is. It was a slug. No, slugs are are not that skinny. Yeah, they can be. They can I don't be. think so. They can be. How skinny? I'm gonna look this up. How, How skinny can a slug be? <laughs> okay. While Jim looks up whether or not it was a snake or a slug, I need to. We need to talk about and we and by we I mean me and by not need to, very slugs or not very really. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. We we need to talk about and again by we I mean 
me, and by need to, I mean I want to, talk about uh, the SAG Awards last night because they happened and they weren't great. But they also were fine. Um, basically the only real piece of, like, Jillian news coming out of the SAGs was that, um, Jessica Chastain won Best Actress, beating out Olivia Colman for The Lost Daughter, which means that Jessica Chastain now might or might not be the frontrunner for the, uh, Best Actress Oscar, which is really bizarre to That's me. That's so weird. It's really weird. Jessica Chastain has never won before. I think she's been nominated once or twice, uh, but she's never won, uh, and it's really... Weird to me that this is the movie of all movies that is going to get her up, like, up to the top of the pack. But also, I guess, like, apparently this is just, like, a very SAG-friendly Oscar performance. Like, it's it's a character. It's, like, a like a real-life human. Uh, and there's a lot of makeup. And let the and yet the performance shines through through the makeup. Uh, so it's one of those. And that's why that happened, I think. Okay. And that's about it, I guess. I Yeah, I'm not invested in this. I'm sorry. I know you're not invested, but that's why I'm talking about it. Okay. Um... Yeah, I mean, I I don't really have that much more to say. I, again, I am not happy, super happy with the Oscar Best Actress race. Um, just because, like, it's not going to be Kristen Stewart at this point, so I don't really care. Um, and I would, in terms of in terms of the people who are up for their second Oscar ever, it's her or uh, it's uh, Miss Coleman or Nicole Kidman. And I'd rather have it be uh, Olivia Coleman because I really do like her performance in this movie. But, like, other than that... Uh, it's not Renata Reinsva. It's not Taylor Page. It's definitely not Kristen Stewart. So, ain't nothing Sad. we can do about that. Anyway, so that was the that was the only real like Jillian commentary I wanted to have up can top. Can I say an update? Because I was looking online while you were talking. I know you were. What did you find? I f- not only can I not find if it was a snake I or not. I don't think people care. I, as people much as we don't. Do. Nobody talked. Like I looked at many synopses. Uh-huh. Everybody just glossed over the fact that a creature came out of that baby doll. I don't think it was the most important part of the movie. It was very striking, though. It was definitely a striking it visual. It was very striking. I wouldn't say it was. But like... they mentioned other things that I found to be significantly less impactful like what i just just like hey we'll get to it it's just like moments that that like other moments that i'm like a a creature came out of a baby (laughs) doll and you're gonna not gonna talk about that i think that's striking let's talk about it this creature and i i mean i think it's a snake because the snake thing with the orange you are very wise on that you are very wise in that regard i just don't think that snakes are that small or skinny like how um, now i'm gonna look up how small can a snake be while you do that <laughs> While you do that part, which you are very committed to, um, let me they let me. Can, uh, okay, so reaching a maximum. Oh no! Excuse me. That was me wrapping up the Jillian Barbados thread snake. Uh huh. But they're tiny not... burrowing member of the snake family, reaching a maximum adult length of only ten point four centimeters. But they're not in the Barbados. Four they're in incha- Greek. And an average. They're in the Greek. Width, that is a specific. What's the? But a baby snake could be small. It could be smaller. But like you know, are slugs in the water? Yes, they're water slugs. They're they're literally sea slugs. They're sea slugs, but those are huge. Those are large. That's why the snake. That's why it was so big. Oh my god! Now you're just you're just making me go crazy for fun. <laughs> yeah, now, now I am just. Ordering. So it was big for a slug. Yeah. But, but small, small for, for a snake. snake. That's right. Yes. <laughs> it was it was a it was a big slug the size of a small snake. Yes. But the smallest, the smallest possible snake is the Barbados thread snake. But I'm sure there are other snakes. I'm sure there are. But other that's snakes. the smallest. So here's the. It was much larger than four inches. Okay. I don't know if we do. I like. I like that you are so committed to this, but I need to talk about something else. I'm not stopping you. Because. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm not stopping you. I'm just talking about snakes, man. <laughs> talk about ta- speak your truth. Okay. I, this is a conversation that is not quite Hall related, but it's something that I wanted to talk about because I want to get my thoughts about it on the internet so we can sound smart for public record. Is that cool? What is it? Um, so I've had this talk with you independently, and but I'm bringing you it to the radio. Yeah, it's about celebrity gossip. Oh, uh, okay. Because I, I'm, we're in a we're in a very weird place in celebrity gossip right now, which which I think is reflective of like where we are with like media and the news in general. Yes. Where we are like so nakedly distrustful of literally everything, except for the things that we choose to believe. Except for the things that we choose to believe, right? Yeah. Um, and so I just I find it very hard. To enjoy, as someone who, you know, we dedicate a Gyllenhaal News segment often to when Jake Gyllenhaal shows up in a tabloid because it's funny. Yes. Or like when, when he does an interview because it's fun. Yes. I find it very, you said full on exhausting and I wouldn't go that far. Well, I don't like it as much as you do. I know. You, yeah, exactly. So, so but I, so, that's but, why. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. But I do find it, I do find that as of late celebrity gossip is becoming very unfun. Like notably very unfun. I'm exhausted because things turn QAnon too fast. Things turn QAnon so quick. Everything, like. Every hot celebrity gossip item is a conspiracy theory now. Um, everyone is like either a, a predator or enabling a predator, or both, or both, um, or they're gay. Oh yeah, they're either a predator enabling a predator. They're gay. They're all of the above. All of the above. They beat their wives and yes. they do coke and like that's every that's True. every single that is literally every single piece of celebrity gossip now. Yeah. and it's because we've reached this era where instead of like. Our, our normal gossip rags, like, I don't know, your regular tabloids or, like, People Mag and stuff like that, dictating our celebrity gossip. It's like now we're, we've shifted to an emphasis on blind items, which, as we've established in this show, we love to follow because they are fun sometimes. Yeah. The problem is that people follow blind items as if they are not also part of the construction of a narrative. Yes. Which is so funny to me because people will be like, ugh, no, the tabloids are, like, obviously fake. They're obviously bought and paid for by celebrities. Paparazzi is bought and paid for by celebrities, which is true. We know this. Mm-hmm. Um, the only real thing you can trust is blind items. And they'll say, like, I, that's why I read Dumois. And you know about Dumois, right? No. It's just another blind item place. Oh, I've never heard of that. But the thing with Dumois, it's very popular right now. And the thing about Dumois. How's it and spelled? Being, like the French. Like French. I don't speak D-E-U-X-M-O-I. Dumois. D-E-U-M. X. D-E-U-X-M-O-I. Oh, I found it. Dumois. That's but the much. thing about the thing about that, which I find so funny to me, is it R slash Dumois? I don't think it's R slash. I think they, I think they're on Instagram mostly. Huh, interesting. I don't keep up with them, but and here's why. I've never heard of this in my Dumois life. Dumois is actively paid to promote certain things about celebrities now. Meaning huh, that's interesting. Meaning that one of the most popular, like at least current moment, like popular celebrity gossip sites. Huh. That people flock to as an alternative to like mainstream celebrity gossip is just part of the problem. Yeah, like this is weird. so, it's just this this fascinatingly frustrating claim where this we're is ta- all ads. Of course it is. This entire Instagram is ads. Of course it is. Because because is super weird. Because these this thing does not exist outside of like you can't escape a celebrity narrative. These people are smarter and have more money than you. But like, like this I is don't... truly all ads. What are you looking at? I'm looking at the Instagram. Maybe maybe they're not. It's it's verified, right? Yeah. Well, I'll be. It really it's is. It's just all like ads. lots of ads, it really lots is of all sponsored ads. content, lots of like promos of merch and like That's so Amazon that is Prime. So sad. It's like kind of just like a weird. This is kind of weird. And they were they were famous for um at least in in our in like our circles that we care about. They were famous for posting a lot of Taylor Swift stuff that just never materialized. That huh. just straight up never happened. Like they were they were big about the rumors of uh, there being some kind of Evermore long pond session. 
huh. right? It just never happened. It never occurred. Yeah, I remember that. It never, never happened. happened. So this idea that these people are somehow more trustworthy is so insane to me because not only do they just like, just like Crazy Days and Nights, Crazy Days and Nights just takes public submissions. Not only are they just by random people who have a vested interest in constructing a narrative, they are also literally bought off by these people, by the same people who we are, like, opposed to, like, buying into narratives about, right? Hmm. You are not smart. You have not, like, outsmarted the celebrity gossip machine. Like, you are not smarter than people who have a lot of money. It's like, just you cannot... super weird. It's like, it's like, at least, like, we know. It's been, like, at least tabloids have been established for a long time yeah. that we know how they work. Right. And we know what that's all about. Mm. I don't know what half of this is. We don't know who posts blind items. We don't know who's behind this. We, do. we don't have mm. to... Tr- and we can believe that there are a lawyer or whatever celebrity yeah, they lawyer can, yeah like like the guy who runs crazy days and nights can just say that he is he's an, a lawyer who works and in entertainment we can believe him yeah, but we can believe why it, we should can, i we can believe that he that he knows taylor swift's publicist we can yeah, believe I'm not, this that is he's not got... me trying to say to trust tabloids exactly, exactly. but i'm saying i'm trying to say this is not at better least, yeah, at least we can hold the people who run the tabloids like semi-accountable right yeah at least there are names attached to that it's super weird it's so bizarre i, I kind of generally don't I just find it super, like, anytime I try to, like, get involved in these things or, like, I guess do a deep dive into any type of celebrity gossip, I just get tired. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. But you said you wouldn't go that far earlier. It can so be. So you are, you are going that far? I'm a hypocrite. Okay, good. I, I, I like it more than you. I like it more than you. And I no, like to do I it on like, my own. I like, I like to do it, it on my own. But right? I, I can't put up with... I can't put... Because I, I... Of course I like celebrity gossip, well, yeah, but I'm not going to put up... Um, I'm not putting up with uh, all this weird stuff and like I don't... cryptic sites and like really annoying blind items that half the time they're just opinions I'm in also, order to like, get a grain that, of like, delicious, I'm gonna, delicious yeah, I'm not gonna, goss. I'm not going to like put up with um, uh, like blind items about Pete Davidson and Kim, and Kim Kardashian, which is a fake relationship. Uh like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna trade that for like being told that Sweden is where they're testing human microchips. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm just not gonna do it. Like I'm like this is this is outrageous. You guys like I don't know how else to put it because these these people the people who protect who perpetuate this culture like in celebrity gossip are so proud of themselves for it. They think they are so smart. They think they've cracked this little code and they've got like the, all the true tea and like. Like and, and special insight into celebrity culture, and like I am here to tell you as an authority. Yeah, because I'm a I'm an authority on celebrity culture. Okay. You don't know. You are. You do not know. Yeah. Like, you you have not gained any more insight into this world. If anything, you have gotten like you've gotten dumber. You have gotten stupider. Yeah. We have this conversation a lot where I am more willing to believe in a PR relationship than you are. Like it's just kind of a thing. Like or the prevalence of PR relationships in Hollywood. Sl- I mean, like, I think Hollywood. they're there, but I you don't think that there are like, as many of them as. But as it's I I've become exhausted by like people constantly saying that every relationship is a PR relationship. That now or, I'm just like, it's or, real. I'm gonna believe that it's or real. That it's, or that, it, that it's a bad thing if you like the relationship anyway, oh, despite yeah. the fact that it could be fake, right? Yeah. Because that's my that's my thing. Julia Fox, who I'm currently obsessed with, has a, has had a had a really good perspective on this uh, when in her profile for the New York Post, not the Post, the Cut. It was in the Cut, mm-hmm. um, where she said. We are celebrities. It is our job to perform a relationship publicly, especially during the pandemic. What other work are we supposed to do? I uh, yeah, good. We are celebrities. Yeah. Do our we need to do our jobs in a, in a pandemic where we get paid to be on Instagram. Good for her. She's right. She's right. Yeah. So I don't like as much as I say it, and I say it every time I bring it up. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are not in love, right? They're not. No, of course not. Of course not. I don't care if they're not in love. It's fun to watch. 
Yeah, sure. It's fun, it's fun to pretend. It's fun to pretend that this is a relationship that's actually happening. Yeah. It's fun to pretend things, right? Yeah. There's no harm in believing in the celebrity narrative. There's no harm in it. Yeah. Because people people act like to believe to, as an out, as outsiders to an industry to believe mm-hmm. that your favorite celebrity is like a good per- is exactly the person they say they are in the media, right? Yeah. Is somehow enabling abuse or predation or otherwise like pernicious behavior. That is it ridiculous. goes in hand that with is so like insane. we always also assume the worst when right. sometimes things are gray, right? Yeah. And so, but also when things just aren't gray. We also we, we tend still then, to, yeah. No, when things aren't gray, we tend to not care. Right, yeah. Which drives me insane because there's more fun as kind of this like consumer of media mm-hmm. to try to find the sneaky moments exactly. instead of going after the things that actively exist. Exactly. Exactly. We are constantly on the lookout for like little transgressions that yes. like, like we have to decode. Yes. Whereas like there are very big obvious problems in the industry right now. Very huge problems that no like not that nobody is talking about, but like Get lost in the mix of everyone trying to get like to, to the minutia of all these little We did a whole conversation problems. about we this. We just had a, a few big minutes conversation about Doctor Luke Boy and, the, and his perpetuation in the music industry. And if you like to listen to that, it will be on YouTube <laughs> at some point. Yay! Thank you. Um, <laughs> but this, speaking of this, and because I know we're kind of refer- like gesturing at Euphoria, mm-hmm. I do also want to quickly tie in this other thing that I really want to talk about as of late. This other thing, if you'll if you'll have me, I say as I am currently manning uh-huh. Mike one, and it is I am in charge. Okay. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about, mm-hmm. this idea that we don't, so this idea that we don't take creatives or people in the industry at, at their word anymore for be, for better, but also very often for yes. worse, ties back into this thing that I've noticed a lot in the conversation with Euphoria now that I have seen episodes of Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am kind of in awe of this idea, this like line that we're walking where think something we don't know the difference between, like, something being gratuitous and something being, like, personally uncomfortable. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Like, The I... conversations around Euphoria, yeah, there's the a supplement... link. If you want to look, because uh-huh. I put in a Vulture article. It's in the Incognito oh, so tab. <laughs> yeah, if you want to look through it, because it takes you of a timeline of people liking Euphoria and people disliking Sam Levinson. Right. I'm not on Twitter, so I don't really follow people's reactions that closely. Mm-hmm. But if you want to look through that and come back to me, because Justin, do you want me to, if while you're looking at it, do you want me to tell you what you are no, telling me? Absolutely. So Justin kind of texted me because he was listening to some podcast that was discussing like how, why Euphoria is so bad. Mm-hmm. And it's because it has all this gratuitous nudity. And that was, was that the main thing is it's gratuitous and nudity? Yep. Can I just say, I've and, watched And I this. guess like the general content. And the content. Yeah. So I'm going to say two things. I am biased because I went to high school very recently. Right. I am only two, not even two years we, I, out I of high school. I will say we did go and we did watch like a post-euphoria high school. Like we we, we did kind of live at, at, least, in, at least partially like a post-euphoria um, high school. Not me. Maybe you. I was in, I was a senior when it came out. So I, oh, okay, this no, was never not mind. me. Then, yeah, you're right. Well, you were, you were a senior. So at least starting to see like the after effects of like euphoria I've, being in the cultural consciousness I didn't, at a high school. I do not believe that it had that big of an impact okay. on the people that I saw because these, it, so anyway, my point is, mm-hmm. I went to high school recently. I think all of the issues that they are talking about are 100% real. I have seen them happen with my own eyes. Right. I think that euphoria should not be watched by high school students because they need time to reflect on how things happen. Of course, that is my of course thing. it's going to be. And, like, and it's going high to school be... students are not smart and they are going to, like, sometimes yes. they are going to take away the wrong thing from the show. I do that not is not think... innately the fault yes. of the show. I also will say I, do, I don't think that... Um, I, I can see some high school students now with the mm-hmm. euphoriacation, but um, it didn't change how I think, how real that I think my experiences sure, sure. were in high school sure. and what I witnessed. 
or and participated in in mm-hmm. a certain extent. I find it to be a very grounded show. Mm-hmm. And so I take a lot of opposite. I, I take it very personally when people try to say that the show is not realistic because I find it to be because this reminds me of the cutie situation. Mm-hmm. This backlash is not in good faith. It is to silence a lot of the conversations that are being had that are difficult ones about children. For those who are unaware, Cuties is a French film that came out in 2020 about um, a dance troupe of uh, underage French uh, French children. Mm-hmm. Um sexualizing themselves um because they because that is what they think will yes. win them their dance competition and and it was marketed by netflix yeah. very poorly so that there was an emphasis not an emphasis but there was a weird a weird emphasis kind no, of, an emphasis um, on dance momsification yes and the sexual and the sexualization bent and ta- when t- which taken out of context which netflix did makes this the movie look like it is presenting something different than it actually Would is. Do you mind if I go on a f- Absolutely, please. This go. is another to- another movie that depicts things that I saw and participated in mm-hmm. and got seriously upset when people who I especially like YouTubers who usually make good faith arguments about media were not there to support the director it's whose experiences were the movie was based on and had put took a lot of time and effort to make sure that the people on set and parents were comfortable. It was deeply I reactionary. Got, I get really I get very 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 upset when it's per- particularly with sexualization of children. Nobody wants to talk about it. And whenever people do, it's like really horrible depictions that end up just, you know, I don't think are are, are trying to uh, erase a lot of aspects that exist. Nobody and wants to talk about it. And whenever it's done well, people point at it and say, this is bad. And again, I think and it, it drives me insane because I'm somebody who went through this stuff and I'm, I'm tired of seeing it, people want to push things that I experienced under the rug and, and it say goes that back it's to, not real. It just constantly goes back to the same thing that I see with Euphoria and at this point, any media that isn't. Steven Universe and even then Steven Universe is somehow very problematic where if it makes me personally uncomfortable that means that, that it means is it's bad. bad it is bad it is it is made bad it was like made with bad intent it could yes. not have been good because it made me upset and yes. uncomfortable and we just so we've so thoroughly detached ourselves from like this idea that like art and media can like challenge like good feelings that me that sometimes the a feeling that is invoked by art that we watch is yeah. like not a positive one, and that and is the point. To, and it's to so um, finish what I said earlier, because I realized I got completely off track. Uh, the thing about the gratuity. Oh yeah, yeah. That's one of the biggest points that comes up. Mm-hmm. First of all, there is pretty much only one actress who gets nude, and that is Sydney Sweeney. Cryer and Puker. Cryer and Puker. And she has said there's there's a few moments where Hunter Schaefer is like nude, but it's very brief. And um, it's used in context. Mm-hmm. It is in context of her sending nudes, and this gets wrapped up in the story of like uh, child porn, and the, uh, it becomes an integral part of the story. Mm-hmm. Sydney Sweeney is the only one who has had uh, that I because I don't I don't believe Cat ever had bare breast. I do not believe that Maddie ever had bare breast. Right. I watched the show relatively recently. I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. I, I do not recall. Cat cat has a bra on right. most of the time in the scenes where she's doing sexually explicit things, which sure. is another thing. Sydney Sweeney has blatantly said, I never felt uncomfortable mm-hmm. in, in, in my scenes of nudity on this show. And moreover, like she said, when when she, when Sam asked her to do something that she didn't want to do, they didn't do it. Yeah. And the and the fact that this and this is something that I that absolutely sent me flying uh in the podcast, when somebody when the person the host said the fact that Sam even asked was wrong. 
That is so, yeah. If he he said, if he was told not to, and then he said, we won't do it then. That's all that that matters. That is a good thing. That is like objectively the correct thing to have happen. I I mean, you can't, he, and this is how I feel about a lot of problems with communication. Right. Is you can't expect people to read your your mind. No. So I, you can't blame him for communicating something he wanted. Mm -hmm. And him, and then if, and then he yeah. and then he said no, and then he was if told no, th- yeah. and he handled. And I don't know exactly what it was, so mm-hmm. maybe that would change things. But I don't, I don't know. So right. there's no really point. There's no never, point in dwelling, and that's one of those dwelling on we're it. We're never gonna know. Yeah. The point is, like, again, we're trying, we're trying so hard. Like now more than ever, we are like just obsessed with trying to like tie morality, like yes. personal morality, yes. to art that is otherwise like trying to make us like. Like make a statement yeah. or make us feel something or both, and it's just so it's so frustrating it's to watch. Very, that, very, like, very. This is the this is the media narrative, like the like the public narrative now around like popular yeah. media. It's that, one of the few things that gets me like legitimately heated, ups- heated. legitimately upset. And I'm not trying to say that these shows are perfect no, because I yeah. don't think Euphoria is perfect. I find I as much as I as deeply affecting as I found that finale and as someone who's only was, seen that and the other it's it's, it's highly also, it's cheesy. Um, it's, it's a little cheesy. cheesy. It's very cheesy. Mm-hmm. There's moments that are highly dramatized, mm-hmm. but that does not mean that the moments that are grounded are somehow less grounded right. and are not meant to be or that taken or that, seriously. Like, we, we can't watch this show period because yes. parts of it are disquieting. Are 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 are, are dramatic. Right. I mean like there are very silly over the top moments, but they're so silly and over the top that you know they're not they're not grounded in right. reality. The the show, if there's one thing that I like, it does a good job of balancing the moments that are there to be entertaining. And you want to see you want to see uh, Sydney Sweeney get beat up beat up by Alexa Demi. We all do. We all do. You want to see you know you know <laughs> Zendaya run from the cops goofily. But there's also the moments that are grounded in reality are very clearly yeah. are very clear and very. And it does, I'm not going to say it does a perfect job balancing Mm -hmm. it because there's the whole thing of like, there's no one linear storyline at any one time. And that can be kind of weird. But at the, at the end of the day, I, I think as some, again, as somebody who has experiences in these things and I feel very frustrated, uh, feeling like kind of silenced by the, this weird. Or otherwise dismissed, like in a very odd way. Yeah. Kind of dismissed because it's, and again, I don't know Sam Levinson. He could be bad. He could be. But it's kind of weird. And I and like that... I don't I don't mean to be to, to be annoying in this way. I wouldn't even be shocked. He's a, he's a white dude. He's a white he's dude another, nepotism he's kid in Hollywood. He's another guy in Hollywood. I mean, there's yeah. so many creeps in Hollywood. Yeah. I'm not saying he is one, but at the same time, when one of the biggest stories as of late has been a maybe uncon a completely unconfirmed fight that he had with Barbie Ferreira that has been reported on endlessly despite there being no truth to it, and I believe it's honestly probably just a rumor that started on Twitter. Twitter after an episode. Mm-hmm. There's an episode where it was right after Barbie Ferrer did this very kind of funny but like intentionally cringy scene where right. spoiler she breaks up with her uh, boyfriend and it's like very funny because it's very cringe mm-hmm. and she just generally has had less screen time this season. Everyone was like it was because they got in a fight and she walked off on stage from on stage or whatever. It's like we don't know that. We have no <laughs> we idea. <laughs> I don't really care. And it's one of those things where now, if she, <laughs> if she were to even to say, ah, that didn't happen, we wouldn't believe her. We wouldn't believe her. Media and I'm like, why are we because doing this? Because we know this? the truth. In conclusion, in conclusion. Sorry to get really No, you're fine. You're fine. I just wanted, I wanted, to, I wanted to make sure we had enough time to actually True. talk about the Actually, to actually talk about this movie. In conclusion, I, we, I wish that we would, like, we were in a place right now where we would, like, trust the intention of, like, art. 
Like, we would trust it. Yeah, we would I trust mean, when people say that they're making a thing, like, as a specific point. Like, I just wish there's that that's a line we between at. it's just like no media literacy. Nope, none whatsoever. That's the biggest it's problem. No, it's no me- media literacy um, in people who think that they've got it all figured out. Yes. All the media media yes. consumption figured it out. Yes. And I, I, it makes me very upset. It makes me it's so, very, very bad. so, 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 so mad. Very bad. You go diamond well, well first last try to play. I needed a detox. I needed a That's detox a after that. Detox. Can I also just say, um, last T thing, it's very, e very stupid. T to the Hold O to it. the... X. X. I could, didn't know how to spell her name. It's <laughs> okay. I don't need you to know how to spell. I don't need you to know how to do anything. Um, I, as you could tell, I got really, when we got really heated, uh, I started talking really, 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 really fast. Yeah. And recently I've encountered a friend of mine who, who? Listen, who listens to this podcast <laughs> at like like one and a half speed. That is so. I need to. You I, can I, do that on Spotify. You can do that on like most podcast platforms. So and I want to. I want to publicly shame this person. I. I like. I. I'm sorry because I, I know he's gonna. Listen I do to that it. with audiobooks, but that's I, because like I was a kid and I was like trying to, get trying through, get to through get through a school assignment. Listen, I, I. I can't imagine doing that for. Sorry, listen, sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. Sorry to this Why man. are you doing this to yourself? I. I, I can't talk imagine fast. Doing ima- that. Like I already talk at like one and a half speed. So like the idea that you need to like. We need to listen to this. We need to get this podcast over with. Like we gotta go. Like believe me, we. I. That is already how I operate. Like in day to day life, I like. I just find. I find the. Um. There are a lot of behaviors that I'm okay with. I find the listening to podcasts like at a higher speed behavior to be shocking and 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 frightening. I. I just didn't know that anybody did that. People do it though. Clearly. Clearly. Sorry, and if sorry you, to this man. And if you. Yeah. Yeah. Be better. Be better. Sorry, anyway, man. we have to talk about the lost daughter now. <laughs> It was fine. Okay, yeah, let's let's start I with that. I did not like it as much as you did. So, I yeah, don't really have that much. To I say. saw the Lost Daughter in theaters when it first had its theatrical run. I want to say late December, early January, and I loved it. Like, and I'll, I'll, I will explain to you exactly why I liked it. Right? Okay. Maggie Gyllenhaal knows exactly what I want to see. Okay. On a film screen, mm-hmm. white woman in crisis, white women in crisis, more than one, because there were multiple white women in crisis in this movie. Um, it's a it's shot in Europe. It's uh, there's a lot of motifs about water, which I love. I love a water motif, and and it's it's got Olivia Coleman in it. Yes, these are all you. things that I very much like. Right, I I just Carrie Mulligan has done a lot for white women in Hollywood. Yes. Right, Carrie Mulligan has blown the door wide open for unlikable woman characters worldwide. Yes, good for her. And I think that this is, like, I don't want to, obviously I can't say that, like, this is Carrie Mulligan's, like, direct lineage, because though I do love Carrie Mulligan, but it does exist in the same vein of... Wildlife. Wildlife and just, like, problem problem mothers Mm -hmm. and women who are bad people. Yeah. And who are not bad for being bad people, right? It's just, like, I'm not saying this movie is like Gone Girl, but it's It's the Gone Girl, I'm a woman who's a bad person, and and there's, that's it. Well, okay. I've also never seen Gone Girl, I don't care. The thing about Gone Girl is that... The, and the misinterpretation of Gone Girl. Oh, it's like the devil's where it's, it's a, like a lot of it's like a lot of movies. Um, you are not supposed to like Rosamund Pike and Gone. You are not supposed to like the titular Gone Girl. Are you, you are, supposed to like Olivia Coleman in this movie? I think you are supposed to understand why she is this way, right? And to me, it reads very clearly, right? Mm. Because I think that a lot of the weird social horror kind of anxiety moments in this movie of Olivia Coleman because Olivia Coleman I think the whole the whole point of her character is she's someone who suddenly feels very conscious of herself and very watched 
on this trip where she was like mm. supposed to get away from yeah I don't know just work or whatever. Um, she is surrounded by let's say these at least these two women Dakota Johnson and the other actress whose name whose name escapes me but I will look it up right now. She famous lady? Not not so much. Okay. Um, but she is she is confronted by these two women who are in the process of performing motherhood, right? Mm. And this is in this is something that Olivia Coleman's character obviously is terrible at. And I mm-hmm. think being confronted with a uh, with a character who is similarly terrible or otherwise that she perceives as being similarly bad at being a mom as she and this future mom who thinks that she's got it all all figured out mm-hmm. kind of sorta and yeah. is already very natural naturally matronly mm-hmm. it causes her to kind of re-examine mm-hmm. her yeah. own her own motherhood and as a result like she starts to lash out and otherwise be kind of crappy to all these people yeah. and I, I so no I wouldn't say you were supposed to sympathize I think you were supposed to sympathize with her you were absolutely ah. supposed to like kind of sympathize with her perspective right because I think it's, I mean, I just don't, <laughs> I just don't. I find her, this character, uh, t- I find this, I just find her too, uh, too intolerable to really intolerable, sympathize Intolerable, like straight out? I mean, I get, I like elements of her, but I really don't think mm-hmm. she's a good person. So I'm not particularly like, I don't really feel anything for her. I don't Interesting. Really I just, this movie just didn't do anything for me. I don't really like this kind of like, I don't, I don't really care about like parent parent kid movies unless I feel like they're really have have something cool like that's why I like wildlife right, yeah, I like I gonna, the very interesting say, yeah I like that one because I feel like it's it's a it's a more distinct kind of uh so specific what does the lost daughter lack for you just uh, it's not that it lacks anything but I just you, don't but like you're it saying, you're saying no, I don't really like... like the I just don't mm-hmm. really like uh movies about like being a parent that's okay, kind sure. of the difference because wildlife is about kind of like the elements of being of a family kind of as a whole dynamic mm. and also specifically about like a certain type of abuse okay. as well okay, that yeah. exists. And it's also things that I resonate with more and I, I've seen and experienced and, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. It's it's a very specific picture that it paints that I like. I okay. like I like when I just kind of like when movies take one specific element of something and really flesh it out. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot, and that's what I think wildlife does, like a picture almost. Like a picture, almost always, like at the end of the movie when they take go back pictures. To this joke of it's like how they take pictures in wildlife. We this do. Is this, this is the second time we've done this when outside, have outside done of that? the wildlife episode. I cannot remember, but oh. I know we've done this again. Okay. Like this is the second time we've done it, and I'm kind of proud of us for that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I That's... I just don't like it. I also think this movie is fu- too f- is funny, so I didn't really feel anything because I was too busy thinking it was funny. How, ooh, how so? It just had funny moments. Some it definitely had some inten- wild moments. Some I will, that I will were agree. intentional. Right. Some that no one else in the theater laughed at, and is, I was laughing was really I, hard. I did. I feel like because we watched it together, two which we don't moments normally do. When, two moments when you were completely silent, I was laughing. Which I know. I noticed <laughs> one of them. I noticed one. Do you remember which ones? Yes. I noticed one. Can you yes, tell me which two. one? One was. <laughs> It's when young Olivia Coleman, Jesse Buckley, who t- I love, Jesse, Jeff, Jesse Buckley's great. She does a yeah, good job. She's this, so movie. Good this movie. I like all the moments with Jesse Buckley. I will say, but I also just sure, like okay. Jesse Buckley. I just love Jesse Buckley. I think she's great. I think she's good. I've only Radio seen her in one great. other thing, yeah. but <laughs> where like her daughter takes, she gives her one of her daughters her old dolls. And then her daughter just draws on it with marker, and she's like, "You, you ruined." She like throws, and then she gets so mad, and she like, "Oh yeah, kinda... that, was, that was cheesy. I will agree with that. That was." Really cheesy. I wasn't even. I didn't even think 
was I just thought it was hilarious. She she throws the doll out the window and you see the doll break into a million pieces. It's like it's like, it's like in slow motion too. <laughs> it's so funny. People talk to so What good. was the other one? What was the other one? The other one was Olivia Coleman like grumpy that like she, I don't know, she just got stabbed, I, you know, with a hairpin, a hat pin. Right. And she, you know, she's leaving. And she just kicks oh, all yeah. of her luggage. I, this I remember you laughing at, and I didn't think it was funny. <laughs> it is funny. She I just didn't like think it was funny. she just like kicks them all down the, down the stairs. Well, and they just you, like fall. What are you gonna do when you get stabbed by a hat pin and you don't want to carry? You don't have the strength to carry your luggage down the stairs. I would have called that old man that I was flirting with. Call him. I I didn't really get like that. I didn't really care for his element. I didn't think it went anywhere that I was interested with. I, I just didn't. I just didn't care about I get, it. I think it it ties back into her like anxiety around being observed, and I think the biggest kind of like there are two big moments of this that I thought like the, upon second watch I think made a lot were like became a lot clearer to me. Mm-hmm. The first time was when she was at was uh, having dinner at the bar, mm-hmm. and he offers to pay for it, and I guess it, he does. But then she says, "I don't have dinner with you. Please go away." Yeah. But then she goes over to the table where they're playing cards and like kind of flirts with him. Yeah. And it like really 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 backfires yeah. and so she just scurries out. Yeah. And I to me this read very much again as like this woman who again has like been struggling for this kind of independence her whole life and is probably probably still feels this instinct to like hunt for it and it, and it kind of manifests in, a, in like a sexual way. Mm. And and it's not and she's not even a sh- I don't even like the movie does not shame her for it which I think is very yeah. I think it's very you know refreshing because most yeah. would. Um yeah. but it it she fails right like yeah. she very very cringe cringely like yeah fails at yeah, trying funny. to hit on this guy and the other time is when it kind of catches up to her that uh she's being paid oh you didn't see this I guess you didn't really see this. you were in the bathroom she Lyle is being who is Ed Harris I believe is being paid by uh Dakota Johnson's family to be there right it's their it's their apartment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So when she, when he comes to her apartment to have dinner and sees the doll, she spends the rest of the movie kind of like weary of him because she doesn't know if he's told. Yeah, exactly. Them about it or not, and that, and that again, I think that kind of like recontextualizes a lot. The baby of with these, the snake in it. This baby with this, with this creature in it that might or might not have been a snake. <laughs> um. And I think that recontextualizes a lot of the the beats in this movie. Um. It recontextualizes them as like a weird like horror element, which sure. I didn't read the first time, but I think makes a I, lot of I, sense. No, where, I, I got that. Yeah. I, I just uh, didn't do anything for you. Well, I'm exp- <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't trying to convince. You, I was explaining. Oh, don't yell at me! Don't you, yell at me. Um, I think. I, I think it. I think I'll it, cut you off now. I'm shooting you. I'm shooting you with. I'm shooting you with guns. I'm shooting you. I think you. I know what you mean. I know what you're. Exp- I know that you're explaining it for this. Beast. How dare you? Okay. You get you don't leave in Beast. That's the most important part. I because I didn't want to I didn't want to cut out Ka- uh, Kyle Richards's yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't feel like cutting it out. Like okay. I didn't it, like uh, keep going. <laughs> um I, I was just because I know you were explaining for the audience. But I also want to say I just don't think that wasn't an element that I really cared about in this movie. Okay. I like because I just kind of l- I think I might also have a problem with like flashback movies where I can get okay. very because I, I maybe that's one of the reasons I didn't like Nocturnal Animals mm-hmm. is because I think it's hard for me not to get exhausted. Well, Nocturnal Animals was the, was also juggling like flashbacks and then like fictional like elements or so, like, just that kind of weird. Nocturnal it was a animals, little bit of everything. I think Nocturnal Animals in general did it very poorly. Yeah. Did this happen in Demolition? Demolition flashbacks? Yeah. Not really. Really? Not that is, I saw. Because this is something that uh, that director did a lot. 
Which oh, is okay. why, which is, and this is a, like another thing about the Lost Daughter that I really like is that it's a stylistic device, like these kind of like airy flashbacks, especially like at the beginning of the Lost Daughter, where we get yeah. like glimpses of Jesse Buckley and her kids, like, <laughs> like that's a stylistic de- like Can a I... device that I really, really, really enjoy. What I I kind of reached into my, I was just hit, touching my eye, okay. and I forgot I had red eyeliner on, uh-huh. so I pulled my hand away, and it was like blood red, and I was like. What? What? What, what is, is this? Red? Because you have red eyeliner. Why is this? You got red, red eyeliner, King. Yeah. Pick your red eyeliner up, King. Yeah. Um. So the biggest thing, yeah, the biggest thing that I thought was like that helped me kind of like recontextualize this movie. It's like these beats that I thought at the time felt very weird or otherwise like very inhuman, though to a point like I knew that it was on purpose. It does kind of it does kind of make more sense if you read the movie as Olivia Coleman feels as though she's being watched by people who do not mm. care about her that much. Yeah. Like when Paul when Phoebe Bridges' boyfriend Paul Mescal is like, these people are bad people. Like, I don't think that it's necessarily it could it, like she, I think, reads it again as like a like a horror movie warning. Mm-hmm. But like to him, it's just kind of like, oh, these people are just kind of crappy. Like they just kind of Yeah. They just kinda of suck. These people suck. Yeah. yeah. It's not it's this really fun interplay of like spooky double meanings and I think I just think it's like a fun a fun engaging commentary about like the role of women and motherhood in a way that I like I think is done really well and there's definitely some very cheap like it's it it can be often very cheesy right I think people talk a lot about this being like falling victim to like a lot of first time filmmaker tropes especially with the flashbacks which I did Mm. not no counted as the first time filmmaker trip. I've never I don't know anything about this stuff I, I don't either because I don't make films I just watch yeah. them I don't make anything yeah. I'm uh, working for the knife um like Mitsuki's just like Mitsuki um but I don't know like even even in these parts that I do think are very airy and kind of hard like weirdly ephemeral and hard to grasp and I do think that a lot of the flashbacks are like that and I will like I don't want to knock feel, the movie uh, I mean I they're shot a lot lighter with the lights but like I, I, I think it's that and then also just kind of like they're a lot less concretely woven into the narrative sometimes in a yeah. way that I think is kind of I I again I find very engaging right but yeah, I, I, think, I would I, I wouldn't like, blame that's not a problem I, I yeah. that's not a problem I have but I movie. wouldn't blame anybody for being like oh this is kind of hard to follow or like weird not even no not hard to follow because I do think you're you're a little silly if you think that's like hard to follow but it's kind of it like, is very uh it's very straightforward very I think straightforward. it's very straightforward ending explained I ending I, I do want to talk about this I just remembered oh yeah uh so in the uh she Maggie Gyllenhaal was interviewed about the movie in the Washington Post. And at the mm-hmm. end of the at the end of the interview, um, the watching the interviewer commented that she thought that it was, or I think it was, a she, uh, she thought that it was really cool that Maggie Gyllenhaal left the ending ambiguous. And Maggie Gyllenhaal said, no. "I did not do that. I did not leave the ending <laughs> ambiguous. I did not think it was an ambiguous ending." I, I I had my own opinion about what it was. What do you think? You... I think she died. You think she died? I think she died because. You know, she passes out on the beach. She's been stabbed in the womb. You think she passed away? She's been stabbed in the womb. She's been stabbed in the womb. She's passed away. She's passed away. She's pierced away. She's pierced away. She's pierced away. She was stabbed in the womb. She's stabbed in the womb. She passes out on the beach. And she passed away. She passed away. She wakes up with an orange. Had she get an orange because she she passed away. She passed away. She passed away. Are there sea snakes? What? Are there sea snakes? Sea snakes? Sea snakes. Sea snakes. Snakes of the sea? Um, I think so. Look it up. Um... I, but I know what she means. I kind of know what she means by this. Because, like, I, th- I, I, I don't think, I don't, th- I don't agree with you. I don't think she dies. Because... Coral reef snakes. Do you think that's what she's, what the uh, baby doll's got in there? I, uh, Apesaurus is a type of snake, a venomous uh-huh. snake. There are snakes in the water. Oh. 
There are snakes in the water. There's snakes in the water. Just That's like what I thought, but it could also just be like, because how'd she get that orange? How else would she get that orange well, if, it wasn't, like if she didn't die? She had she passed away and she's in heaven and she's thinking about herself with an orange. I just, I don't, I kind of don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I don't what? want there to be like a definitive, this is what happened to her after the fact. I just don't really think that that is. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't think that, well, I don't think that that's like kind of the, I don't think that that's important to me. Like, yeah. Whether or not she died and went to heaven and she pulled an orange out of her out of her little behind and that's where she's feeling and she <laughs> right out of her like, tuchus yeah, right out of her, uh, her out of her tuchus like yeah like and heaven happens to have like really great cell service like whether yeah. or not that is what happens I don't apparently the book tell is the very book has like cool. a different ending yeah the book yeah, has a different I don't, ending like I think I she don't. just like goes home and like. I don't remember. Feel sad. I didn't. Re- I didn't finish the book because. Oh, um, you started it. I did. Start, I have it. Yeah, I have it at home. I didn't finish it because I. It's tr- it's translated, so it's kind of hard to read. Ah. Um, it's like it's like. It can, it can be a little stiff it's at times. Thaniel. This is my. Th- a yeah. Okay, I did not. The book was in English. <laughs> so the book was in English. Okay. And I didn't finish it. Okay. Because I just, I found it kind of hard yeah. to read. Yeah. It was like really, really it was weird. I cannot do this anymore. <laughs> I will not stop. Um. Yeah, but I definitely thought that it was like a very, like a a really good translation of like where, like the themes of the book and where I thought it was kind of going mm-hmm. um, and some little changes like she's actually just Italian in the in the book true and it just it, hap- it all happens in Italy in the book mm. um, but no it's like a, a Grecian Grecian vacay gone wrong gone um, wrong gone let's, sexual let's, let's, gone sexual let's, let's do a rundown of all the other people we haven't talked about do we like Dakota Johnson in this? yeah she's fine Dakota Johnson plays every Lana Del Rey character ever um, Paul Meskel I don't know who that is Phoebe Bridges' boyfriend He's fine. I mean, he's yeah. definitely in the movie for a little bit. Yeah, he's fine. Um, we love Jesse. Love Jesse. I love Jesse. So, Jessie. which one is her husband? Uh, Maggie. Maggie Gyllenhaal's the husband. hot professor. Okay, so the is he a scars? Is he Skarsgård? No, no, he is a Sarsgard, so he's different. Oh, a Sarsgard, but he's which not is not Skarsgard. He's not a Skarsgard, so he's not related to the Skarsgards. He's he is Peter Sarsgard. It's you gotta different. change your last name. <laughs> you have to do he, it. He has to become a Gyllenhaal you now. Simply, yeah, I think he should. Yeah, why not? I think, I think it's very, it's very um, misogynistic of him to not take his wife. I last agree. Name when they get very telling. Uh, he's good looking. I think I am, he's good looking in this movie. I think that um, in a movie that also has the uh, the guy the guy who played Neville Longbo- Longbottom in Harry Potter and got hot and Paul Mescal, uh, I think what? That, yeah, Wait, uh, go Oliver, back. Oliver Jackson Cohen, the guy who played Neville Longbottom and then he became hot. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's um Dakota Johnson's husband. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know Which that. Which is like a, a silly little like surprise guy. Oh, Neville you, Longbottom was always thing hot that you might, to me. Another I've thing, actually never watched those movies. Bye. Another thing that might entertain you okay. is that Jesse Buckley, uh, Olivia Coleman slash Jesse Buckley's husband is uh, Prince Charles and Spencer. Oh, yeah. whose husband? That's Jesse li- Buckley. Jesse Buckley's yeah. husband. Oh, yeah. the little little rat faced guy. Oh. <laughs> I mean, oh. He's, he's definitely got like fun hair. He definitely looks like Prince. Prince he definitely looks like Prince. Prince, Prince C. What's his Prince face? Prince C. Prince Charles. Prince C. Prince C. I just. I like. I guess the last thing. Not the last thing. One of the things I'll say is like I'm. I'm. I am in love with this cast. I think everybody in yeah. this movie does a really, really good job. Yeah. It's a stacked cast. Yeah. Absolutely For stacked. Sure. And everybody does a. Oh, very another good reason job. this movie made me exhausted is because I. I um, I was. I hated every single moment where there were kids. 
Sure. I know the point okay. was for them to be annoying. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it wasn't. I think the point was for them to be children. To be children. Yeah. I maybe just don't like children uh, when I would, if I have to picture myself li- living with them. I think you and Jesse Buckley would get along. I like to well. take care of, I like children, but I, I don't think I could live with children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I could just maybe go to a daycare and be like, my, hide my children. Hide my children. Hi. Hide. Hide, hide my hide children. My children. Hide. hide my children. Um, and but so that was probably like and but I what it was even worse, like I said in my letterboxd review, what is even worse than what <laughs> than an annoying child is an annoying parent, and that's what was most of this movie. Sure. And I guess that I I would say that was the point, but I can yeah. see why that was not something that you like you would want to like watch a lot. Of. Yeah, it was I, uh, I, I get it was how like, that could be unpleasant. I hated I hated Jesse Buckley being mean to the kids and being annoyed by the kids, and I hated Olivia Coleman being like, Yeah, my daughters and I didn't like the Italian being like, I'm gonna have a baby. She's not Italian. She's Whatever. Greek. Greek. They were Greek. I'm gonna have a baby. They were Greek American. Hey, I'm gonna have a baby. I'm gonna have a baby. Oh, um, and then I didn't like Dakota Justin being like, my daughter's been like me better? so much. Does it ever get better? Does She's starting me Does it ever get better? Uh, I'm going to steal another quote from my beloved Claire Parker uh-huh. about uh, Lana Del Rey, but it reminds me of Dakota Johnson. Okay. If I had all that free time on my hands, I would also fall in love with gold ne- with bad men and gold necklaces. <laughs> And that's how that's how she feels about Lana Del Rey, and that's how I feel about Dakota Johnson in this yeah. movie. Oh, I would also fall in love with bad men in gold necklaces. He's gorgeous, though. He's a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Sorry, gorgeous, gorgeous girl. You like sex? Do you want to do, do? Speaking of that, do you want to do um, some speed round questions real quick? What questions? Well, I'm gonna. Well, we don't obviously. We don't have as many. We, there's no Jake, right? Yeah. Oh. Could you fix Lita? Could you fix her? Could you fix? Could you, no. could you fix Jesse Buckley? Uh. No. Make her, make her love. Well, you think you can make her love those kids? No. You, could you ex, uh, ex, expose her to the joys of lesbianism, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I think she should have kissed that Italian lady. I'm shocked she didn't. Yeah. That's one of the one of the bigger things in this movie. Where it's like I'm kind of surprised she didn't. I know. Um. Yeah, that was like wild. They kissed, but they didn't kiss. They, you know they, what I mean? Yeah, they kissed like in, in a platonic way. And it's like, boo. Know, boo. Boo. Um, smash your pass. Let's do. Let's do all of them. Ready? Okay. Paul Mescal, Phoebe, Bridge, Phoebe Bridges' boyfriend. Um. Yeah. I yeah. Guess so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I he's guess. got he's got those short shorts, and he wears them, and I like it. His hair is rough, in my opinion, but yeah, it's not great. No. It's not um, great. smash your pass. Uh, Dakota Johnson's husband. Of course. Of course. Of course. In Dakota, but in, problematic. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, problematic. Dakota Johnson vowel censored as per usual. Yes. Um, smash or pass. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard. Of course. Of course. Of course. He's number one to me in this um, movie. He's number one to me. He's up there. I he's, think I me, love his character. Number one. Yeah, I think he's I a think fun he's character. A fun guy. I love. I, I love think him. he's a fun guy. I I'm love, a fun gal. I like how he uh he he just he really loved her work and I think that yeah. was what was very nice. Um. I thought that was nice. That was very nice. I just thought that was I nice. I thought that was neat. Any other people? Any other people? I think that's all the Women? people. Unless you want to, do you want to smash or pass Jesse Buckley? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to smash or pass Dakota Johnson? Yeah, I would. You want to smash or pass Olivia Coleman? Hmm, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't Is it because you hate older women? I would smash her in the in the favorite, but not in this movie. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's my. Right, that's fair. That's the only um, other movie I've seen. I her. wanted to ha- introduce a new segment. We'll probably do it at a different date. Um, where we look at uh, uh, various Spotify playlists featuring uh, either Jake Gyllenhaal or, in this case, the subjects of the movie yeah. that we talked about. Um, What's the I, playlist for today? Unfortunately, the playlist for today, actually, 
hang on. I, I, it's not one only playlist, but I just want to, I want to give like the highlight. No, I'm I'm just going to tell you. I'm going to give you the highlight reel of basically every Dakota Johnson playlist on Spotify. Okay. When I tell you that they are all Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, God. Um, like the same four or five Harry Styles songs. They're all from Fine Line, of course. Okay. Um, various Taylor Swifts, of uh-huh. course, but only Folklore. Only yeah, Folklore yeah, Evermore yeah, era. Yeah, of course. Um, there's a lot. Out. There's like a lot. Uh, Talia by King Princess. Oh. I often see You're Not Good Enough by Blood Orange, and that's a good song, but maybe I not always applicable. That song. Um, Phoebe Bridgers, of course. A lot of Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, basically, my my. It's rule a shame of... that Dakota has betrayed the the people. Yeah. We loved her so. My rule of thumb with uh, Sophia by Claro, uh, naturally. Yeah. My rule of thumb with any of these playlists about um your favorite, like your favorite white person, uh, soft celebrity, is that you are not doing it right if uh, Spotify doesn't then recommend uh, to me the Sad Girl Starter Pack playlist. You've done it wrong. If, you, if that's yeah. not yeah, what I'm being. I guess so. Um, give me an Adam Driver fan club to close us out. God, I, today was the SAG Awards. He wasn't there, but I'm going to... He wasn't there? I don't know. Was he? Was he? I didn't I see think, him. You know what? Now that he mentioned it, I don't think he was. He wasn't was. nominated. Was he, he wasn't nominated. I don't think he was there. Yeah, I don't know why he would be. But he to show up with the movie. Oh, um, oh yeah. The cast was... The cast was very there. I mean, I follow a bunch of Adam Driver accounts on Tumblr, and if he was there, they would have been posting. That's true. Uh, it was mostly Oscar Isaac, the other bunch of Tumblr accounts that I follow. <laughs> anyway. He looked great. He looked yeah, great. Yeah, he looked, he he looks looks good. He's very dapper. How tall is he? Tall enough. Okay. He's tall enough. He's tall enough. He feels short in my head, but that's okay. I think he's like 5'9". Because his wife, um, is, his wife yeah, looks no taller than that. him. Shout out uh, his wife. She seems nice. I see the Oscar people posting things that she posts he's on Tumblr. Five nine. And she, I was right. she seems kind. I was right. Pedro Pascal Good is 5'11", though. I like him. Shout out Pedro. I'm currently really obsessed with Pedro Pascal. It's I'm not, still not watching The Mandalorian. I will never watch The Mandalorian. I won't watch half the things that Pedro Pascal is in because they all look like they would bore me, but yeah. I am very attracted to him. Yeah, he seems so wonderful and yeah. kind. Am I stalling because I forgot to pick out a Jake Gyllenhaal movie for next week? Oh, really? I Can I pick of, one then? Yeah, I need to do one. an I need to do an Adam Driver fan club first. Do an Adam so Driver Adam fan Driver club. and I are at the SAG Awards. He's not nominated. I'm not nominated. But what we do is when they announce Best Actor, uh-huh. um... They who did they who was best actor? Uh, Will Smith. What? Yeah. Okay, so Will Smith goes on stage, and um, we 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 um we decide to storm the stage. Okay. And um, we get on stage and we push Will Smith to the ground and we go no 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 and then we just start smooching in front of everybody and they oh all clap God. and they say yes and then we take the sag award from him and then we 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 look will smith in the eyes and said i can't believe i can't, can't believe what you've done i can't believe what you've done we repeat it multiple multiple, multiple sorry my stutter multiple times <laughs> just to really like I emphasize can't what you've done just to really like emphasize chick jill and hall's in into the woods he probably just produced it. Really? I don't know. Maybe. Um. Let's see if he's in the cast. No, he, he's definitely not in the cast. Oh, he's not in the cast. No, I saw it in theaters. It was so boring. I? Do you want to do? Um. Let's decide on air right now. We've got a couple of minutes. We've got like a couple seconds. Um. I'm looking right now. Do you think that? Um. I don't know anything about this movie. Southpaw fun? Probably not. But we could do no, it. No, it's he, so two hours and. It's the same minutes. guy. It's the same guy who did uh the guilty, and it's what, about him being a what's boxer. What's the day after tomorrow? That's about climate change. It's by the same guy who did Independence Day. Oh, that sounds bad. It's going to be bad. Do you want to do it? Um, I think it would make me miserable. Okay, sure. We won't do it yet. Um, I maybe Zodiac would be fun. Zodiac's long though. You want to do How Zodiac? long is Zodiac? Very. Zodiac Two hours is... and forty minutes. Ooh, it's oof. long. It is oof, long. Oof, yeah. Um, 
What's enemy? Enemy is the... Oh, enemy. Enemy is very short. You want to do enemy? Let's do enemy. enemy. I've heard good things about it. And I've heard very good things about enemy. And most importantly, enemy is like 90 minutes. We're doing yeah. everybody for next week. Can I say help. what's funny? There's three... When you type in enemy, three different posters come up. And only one is really cool and really good. And one is so incredibly bad. I don't it? even know where to start. Can you tell me? This is the bad one. <laughs> Oh, that's awful. Yeah. And then this is the really good one. I mean, that's awesome. Oh, that's, that's really neat. And then this one that's kind of in between, that's kind of in the middle, it's fine. I like that one. Um, yeah, okay, great. We've got it. Next week, we enemy. will be doing Enemy, um, starring it's Jake on, Gyllenhaal. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. I think it's directed by Denis Villeneuve. Until that point? Oh, no, I closed out of the... I closed out. <laughs> of what? My I closed instance? out of everything before I, uh, I could do uh, the, the closing. The yeah, the stinger. <laughs> Let's see if I can log in before. If it, It'll probably take me too long. I'm not going to do the stinger. I'll add it in post. Can we just can we agree that I added the stinger in post and call it a yeah. night? Yeah. Hey, gang. That was the end of the Jake Hall fan club. I added the stinger in post. I know I did. Okay. Um, but until I do that, we'll catch you next week when we do anime. This was fun. That was so fun. Let's do it again next time. Yeah. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Critique is so limiting and emotionally draining.